Hello, everybody. My name's Roscoe. I'm uh, a new friend of uh, the group, you see, and uh, the reason I even exist is actually because of uh, Patreon. Uh, you see, for the uh, $10 tier, if you go to patreon.com slash gamesillamedia, uh, you can actually get an NPC designed, uh, you know, of uh, your choice. I'm actually uh, compliments of a uh, uh, Patreon user named Blue Falcon. Uh, so, you know, if you'd like to uh, be involved with the show, make sure to, uh, you know, support uh, Noobs and Dragons by going to uh, patreon.com slash gamesillamedia. Yeah, but, uh, you know, we appreciate you listening anyway. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, the group began their assault on Ophelgorger Coliseum, where they've not only fought ghostly ogres, but have also been confronted by automatons in the arena. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. Uh, Jandar had just flipped some elevators, and... Yeah, and flipped me the bird, basically. Yeah, essentially. Uh... A bunch of the elevators have risen up. Some of them have gotten stuck, and they're, like, you know, like, ratcheting. Uh, basically, when the, each elevator raises up to the surface, the panel slides back, and the floor comes up to make the new floor, essentially. And uh, you have three of these knights <laughs> uh, that you are very similar to what you fought before. Yep. Uh, there may be, uh, like, these ones don't, uh, like, seem to have different, like, armor structure, but they seem to be pretty similar as they see you and uh, this halfling that also came up who was trapped down below somehow uh, their hands pop off they the like they're attached to chains they loop down and swords pop out of the the arm slots great uh, the halfling behind you uh, has introduced himself as Roscoe and he pulls back the hood he's got kind of like curly brown hair he looks like he's a stout halfling so they're you know a little more uh, on the uh, you know rotund side a little on the chubbiers I think like a, a hobbit uh, almost where they're uh, you know a little on the uh, you know, portly side, portly side. Yeah, they're 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 a little they're tougher hardier, than. Uh, yeah. yeah, they're a little hardier than uh, uh, most other halflings. And he goes, uh, yeah, yeah. Do you do you think you can uh, handle these? He kind of like waves his little dagger around, and he doesn't seem like he's very adept at combat. Yeah, um, here's a rapier. I'm gonna drop him just a regular rapier that I have. Oh, good, a weapon I have no idea how to use. Great, and he picks it up and pulls it in two hands. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see how this goes, and I'm going to cast Polymorph. If anything ranged, maybe something at a distance? Oh, I mean, I have, like, a hand crossbow, but... Yes, and he drops your rapier. He goes, that. And he, he does a little, like, gimme motion. All right, fine. Take that instead, and I'll put the rapier back. <laughs> he, he, he pulls the uh, the crossbow, and he goes, oh, you got bolts for this thing? Okay, do I have to give you everything? Yes, here's some bolts. And he goes, oh, thanks. And he goes to, like, pull his like, cloak back, and you look, and you see a crossbow and bolts... Lashed on his side, and he latches one, and he goes, "All right, let's do this, man." You're a piece of shit. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm like, "All right, well, you better get my back." And I turn into a T-Rex. He goes, "What?" And you start transforming. Every uh, uh, make uh, uh, initiative checks. Tilly, uh, you're in the stands, right? I'm back by the switch. So oh, that's right. You went down. back into the switch uh, area. Uh, so I tell you what, go ahead and everybody make initiative rolls, and on your turns you'll be acting, but you know. 
some of you aren't in combat. Is obviously. is it my initiative then, just to keep it simple? Because I don't know what T Rex is. Oh yeah, it would be yours. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I should roll, even though I'm like not in the same room. Yeah, yeah. You're you're still going to act in turn because you'll have turns in doing things. You're oh, just gotcha, not necessarily gotcha. in combat. Oh, okay. Twenty one. Uh, Eleven. Six. Uh Alistair. Okay. Uh and what did you get, Alistair again? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Jandar. <laughs> No. <laughs> you pull these switches, and you suddenly get uh, a kind of a weird feeling. You hear this, like, ratcheting in the distance, and you think you hear the sound of Alistair going, come on, like, way in the distance. Like, an angry scream somewhere echoing uh, in the distance, you know, on the, uh, on the, off on the horizon. What would you like to do? <sighs> I guess I will uh, return to the door. Do you want to, like, investigate the room a little more? You only saw switches. You didn't really, like, go poking around. Do you want to make an Yeah, you only saw switches check? and immediately pull oh. them all. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's look at this room more. Is there more stuff I can push? Oh, sure. Uh, make an investigation check. I hate you. That's a natural one. <laughs> you uh, look around and you go, huh, nothing but switches. And that's it. Is there, like, more switches? <laughs> Did you get a one? Yeah. You look around and you go, oh, just those switches. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And that's your turn. With my bonus, can I just switch all the switches again? Because I like the sounds. Uh, it, it takes a, a bit of time to pull a switch, but you can grab one and pull as a bonus action. I don't allow that. Let's do it. You pull a switch. Uh, it, from where you're at, Alistair, you hear like the, the grinding sound of metal. Once again, kind of like, like attempt, and it doesn't go anywhere. It's one of the broken elevators. I scream, don't worry, I'll try again. You you hear something obnoxious in the distance yell, but you can't make out the words. Uh, the knight's turn. You heard turn. me. <laughs> the knight's turns. Uh, they have uh, the, uh, popped the, the hands off their uh, uh, arms. Swords jet out. That's their turn. Uh, they kind of like start advancing up into like almost like a V formation. There's like one in the front and two flanking. Uh, the the uh, the rhythmic sound of clapping is just echoing in this uh, coliseum from the creepy like frail forms of these automatons in the audience. Alistair, it's your turn. You hand off some stuff and. What do you want to do? Am I not a T-Rex yet? Like I do it now, right? Yeah, you start so you start transforming and uh Roscoe goes, Oh hell, and he kind of starts backing off. Uh he acts at the same time you do. Okay. Uh so he starts backing off. Uh Tilly, it is your turn. You look down and you see your uh your friend bicker with somebody who seems to be made of flesh and blood, uh, who kind of hides behind him. He looks to be about the same height as you. Uh and then otherwise uh you see these knights kind of advance out. You're I in the audience. Yell down. Oh, no, like, that's right. I'm sorry. No, I'm totally off. You're by the switch. You hear yeah, a commotion. I want to go to the audience. Okay, you go up into and the audience. I and yell that's down what you like, see. who is this guy? Are you a good guy? Uh, he he looks, uh, you look, uh, you shout that down to uh, this guy, and he goes, uh, name's Roscoe. Uh, nice to meet you. I don't suppose you happen to have a rope on hand, do you? Uh, yeah, it's uh, probably down there somewhere because uh, my buddy uh, pulled it down there. He goes, I'm on it. And he starts rifling. It uh, looks like he's about to go rifling through the uh, the junk that's at the ground. Uh, Jandar. I hate you all. <laughs> you hear commotion in the distance. You kind of hear this weird, like, rhythmic sound. Kind of weird. It's kind of pleasing. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and take it in. <sighs> Man, maybe I should go back and check and see if that door opened after I flipped all these helpful switches. 
Sure. So you walk down to the hall, and the the closed gate is uh, before you, and you walk in, and you see uh, three of these uh, automatons, the the metal knights that you fought, uh, similar to the one you fought before. Uh, you see uh, there's some random halfling hiding behind Alistair who's starting to transform into something. You've seen him polymorph before, so it looks like that's what he's doing, but it's hard to tell what he's going to become. Hmm. It doesn't look like the switches were entirely helpful. I'm just gonna keep uh, that to myself. I didn't. I don't. I don't know how this happened. It definitely wasn't anything I did. Um, I'm on the other side of the door, but I can. I can launch arrows. You absolutely can. Launching an arrow through the uh, uh, the the gate is pretty simple. Uh, what I'll do is I'll make a uh, roll from my end for every arrow you shoot through, and there's always that probability it hits one of the like you know uh, the sides of the the gate. But very likely they'll get through. Okay. Uh, there's three of them. Are they all about the same distance from Alistair right now? It looks like they've kind of formed a V formation. Uh, two of them are flanking behind uh, by maybe about like five, ten feet tops, uh, but they're all pretty bunched together. Okay. Then I, if they're in a V formation, I'll focus the middle one and sure. uh, put Hunter's Mark on it and roll for uh, – I'm sorry. There, has there been any attack on these yet? There is not. You wouldn't okay. know that yet, okay. but you you do, uh, they have not so for okay. the mechanics of your power. Yep. Okay, cool. Then uh, two arrows. Yep. Uh, they do not get stuck in the gate or anything. All right. Good. Um, that would be a 22. That's a hit. And a 22. Both hit. Okay. Got let's see, 11, 21... That'd be a 27. Nice. Thanks. That's what I do. Okay. So the uh, automaton uh, taking the front formation or the front of the formation uh, gets, you know, hit with some arrows and a little bit of like black oily liquid just sort of starts kind of spraying out. Uh, their turns. I. Uh, let's see. I. Uh, the one of the uh, automatons in the V formation sees the arrows coming from the the gate and goes to start moving towards the uh, the gate. Uh, the other one uh, pays no mind to Roscoe, and so the other two go to advance upon you. You're still in the process of transforming, uh, but you haven't transformed just yet. Uh, they go to uh, uh, strike at you. And what's your AC right now? Sixteen. Uh, two of them hit. And uh, you haven't transformed yet, so you don't have to worry about the concentration, of course. But uh, you take uh, two pools of uh, uh, eight damage. So 16. Yeah, yeah, 16 damage. And Alistair, it's your turn. Do I finish transforming into a T-Rex? You sure do. <laughs> so uh, that's, the, that's the pansiest yell of a T-Rex <laughs> I've ever heard. He's real angry. So this horrible, horrible war just echoes into the uh, the arena and just like just roars out into the heavens. Uh, despite uh, you know Alistair not doing a very good impression of one, uh, and I, uh, uh, you have this halfling which you now see that you're at the gate, who's like scrambling to like look for something. You're not sure what. Uh, it looks like he's. Uh, uh, let's see. Did he? 
No, he did not find any rope. So he goes to uh, like cock back his his little like dinky little like hand crossbow, which does how much damage? D six. A hand crossbow is one d six plus four. Well, only plus four on you. Oh not yeah, for I him. Mean, sorry, so one d six. Uh, <laughs> he nails one of them right in, in the eye, just boom, and it just hits right in the eye. Jeez, I uh, got a crit. Uh, and he does a fair bit of damage. Am I able to attack? Yeah, it's your turn. Oh, okay, cool. I yell from the crowd, Roscoe, what up? Nice shot, bro. He goes, yeah, thanks. <laughs> this is, you know, you could be doing something, but that's fine. No, you just keep on uh, shouting for us. I'm a cheerleader. All right, so there's two on me, right? Uh, they haven't advanced fully to you. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, they have uh, advanced onto you, yeah. So I'll attack those two with a multi-attack. Sure. So whatever one's closest to me, I'll do a bite attack on sure. it. Um. The 27. That's a hit. And the other one will be a tail attack. And that's a 21. Uh, also a hit. All right. Uh, so the bite attack is... Mm-hmm. That's What's a lot of the, d12s. 20, uh, nope, that's... Uh, <laughs> 34 for the bite attack. The Your bite on the one that he had already struck, the one who took point, who advanced on you, you just rip the thing in half. <laughs> Oil just spews out of your mouth, and it has this horrible, horrible, disgusting taste. Okay. And tail then attack. The tail attack. Uh, six, seven, plus... There's 15, plus another seven is 22. And with a 22... Uh, the the tail attack swipes into the knight who kind of holds up like his arm and uh, you know and it kind of like you hear like a cracking sound a bit crunch 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 yeah and like metal just sort of falls out of your mouth as you just sort of let it just go bleh, like out of your <laughs> mouth like like a little kid who's eating something he doesn't like yeah pretty much <laughs> bleh. <laughs> Tilly, it is your turn. Uh, your friend Alistair has turned into a Tyrannosaurus Rex, the king of the lizards, and uh, has just ripped one of these things in twain. Yeah, it's a new title. <laughs> How far away is the T-Rex from me? Oh, uh, uh, he was pretty close to the gate. Uh, I would say from, from where you've advanced into the crowd, uh, 60 feet. 60 feet. And then how far is Roscoe from me? About 50 feet. He's not much further back. Arguably, though, he's actually maybe even a little further just because the T-Rex is uh, a huge size, right? So so technically, Roscoe actually might be further because he's deeper into the, the Coliseum there. Uh, what's the range on what you're looking to do? 30 feet. Oh, yeah, they're a little further, too far away. Okay, I am going to... Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yell down... Yeah. I'll be right there. And then I'm going to go back up and go down to where Jandar's at in the door. <laughs> so, I'm not going to jump down, hurt myself. Uh, okay. Double move? Yeah. So you rush, uh, uh, you know, back up the, the you know, steps into the, the doorway that lead into the stairwell, like go down to the switch you were at before, and you loop around, and you don't get to the uh, the gate just yet, but you do see Jandar has uh, lost his invisibility, and he's at the, the gate. Jandar, it is your turn. You hear a footfall behind you, and uh, out of the corner of your eye, you see Tilly behind you. Okay. Um, 
Hi, Tilly. <laughs> I'm just going to launch two more arrows on my turn, and I'll uh, move Hunter's Mark over to... You want the one that's advancing towards yeah, you? Yeah, there's one that's a t- heading towards me, so I will uh, move my Hunter's Mark to that one. Mm-hmm. This The one that's moving towards me hasn't been touched, though, right? That is correct. Okay. So, yeah, Hunter's Mark to it and two arrows. Absolutely. Uh, it would be a 16. Uh, a miss. It bounces off its armor plating. Ooh, interesting. Oh, and even worse, a f- 14. You move the Hunter's Mark, you go to launch some arrows, and they bounce right off the uh, the automaton. Their turn. Uh, Automaton uh, gets to uh, you, Jandar, uh, right near the gate, and it holds its arm up to the gate, and you hear this, like, piston-type sound, like the and, like, it launches, and the sword, like, just explodes out of its arm and goes flying towards you. Oh, like a projectile? Mm -hmm. Does it break the gate? No, it just puts its arm up into the the slot of the gate. It goes through it. Yeah. Just like your arrows. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's Uh, And I believe he might have missed, though. He uh, gets a 14 for your AC. 17. Ooh, just whizzes right by your head, and it goes uh, careening down the hall. Uh, you hear, like, a ratcheting sound of metal, and another blade pops into its arm. Uh, oh, joy! The w- one is split in half. Uh, the other one is right by you, though. Yeah. He goes to swipe at you. What's your AC? 13. Ooh, gotcha. Gotcha. And uh, he does... Two pools of 10 damage, 20 damage altogether. 20 damage. So, um, let's see. That's right. Mm -hmm. What do I need to roll for a concentration check then? So, if there are two pools, so I have to roll two twice and it's either 10 or better? Yep. Okay. All right. So, I got advantage on concentration. Uh, Saving throws when it goes to concentration. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, you do. Yep. Oh, I got a natural 20 on the first one. I'm going to imagine you can't do better than that with advantage. Oh, yeah. And I got the second one. I got a 17. Nice. Uh, yeah, so you have not dropped your form. Perfect. Is it my turn? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, no. Hold on. That was their turn. Yeah. Uh, it is now. Yep. Cool. So I'm going to hit the one that's closest to me uh, with a bite attack. I want to do a multi-attack, but like, I want to hit this one, see if I destroy it, and then move towards the other one. I mean, otherwise, I can only do one attack because I can't. I can only do a multi. You're huge enough that you can probably swing with your tail and hit the one at the gate. Oh, really? But, yeah, but by all means, go ahead and uh, see if you can do uh, the enough damage to the bite uh, oh, with okay. your bite. So uh, that is a twenty-four to hit. That's a hit. And the bite eight plus six and. Another seven, so that would be plus another seven, would be 21. 21 damage? Yep. And uh, uh, you are you biting into I it and bit, grappling bit it? I to the first one, yeah. Okay, yeah, so you lock it into your teeth. All right, and then I'll swing my tail at the other one? Yeah. All right. Uh, 15. It once again holds up its arm uh, and almost like uh, 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 it almost seems like it's psychic or something. It just sort of raises up its arm even though its back is to you and your tail just like knocks into its arm. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, Roscoe's turn. Uh, he goes to shoot at the one in your mouth, shoot at the one on the ground. Shoot at the one in your mouth, shoot at the one on the ground. He goes to one, shoot at the one in the ground. Uh, and he unfortunately misses. It bounces <laughs> okay. off its uh, armor. Uh, 
Tilly, it is your turn. Uh, you uh, uh, see that the this automaton at the gate is like launching sword arm, like it's like sword arms, to, like you know, at Jandar. Uh, what do you want to do? Guiding bolt at it. Will that work? Guiding bolt is a blast of energy, not necessarily like an arrow or a blade to slip through the gates. But I tell you what, uh, I'll roll a d20. And we'll see if it uh, uh, collides into the gate or not. Sound good? Okay. I mean, he's got to be pretty much touching the gate if he's putting his arm up on there. Mm, oh, do you want to like get up to the gate and put your arm through it? No. no. Oh. Because that would allow am you I to just launch. Am I close enough to the gate to be able to go up? You could to use the your gate. move action. Yeah, I, I would allow that. Okay. Well, then I'm going to instead walk <laughs> up to the gate, put my hand on it, and do inflict wounds instead. Well, there we go then. <laughs> yeah, let's get right up in melee range of this metal beast. Yeah. Twenty-one <sighs> attack. It hits. You okay. put your arm out. You touch its uh, 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 like chest plate, and dark energy explodes out. And what'd you get? Twenty-eight damage. Oof! And dark energy just surges through it, and it kind of rattles around a bit. Uh, uh, but it still stands. Jandar, it's your turn. Two arrows. Absolutely. That'd be a 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, that hits. And a 21. That hits. All right. And what did you get? 35. Your arrows explode through it. Uh, metal just sort of like, you know, erupts out its back, and the thing kind of falls to its knees and falls over. Alistair, the one in your mouth. Swings at you twice, gets you twice. Does it need to make a, a saving throw or anything while it's restrained or no? Not to attack, okay. no. Uh, it would normally have disadvantage, but it's inside your own mouth, and so it's just poking, essentially. Uh, and he, you take uh, two pools of eight damage, so you have to make two constitution saves of ten. I got it. Wonderful. I. Uh, so you uh, so uh eight damage, so sixteen damage to yep, it. sixteen damage altogether, D. Okay. Uh Alistair, it is your turn. I'm gonna squeeze with my mouth and bite it some more. Absolutely. You have advantage. Uh twenty four. With a twenty four you do pierce through its armor. And uh a lot of d12s uh how much damage you got 31 with 31 you crunch Actually, sorry, through 33 i did 33. the math wrong uh with 33 you crunch through the metal more of that uh, uh oil kind of like leaks into your mouth and you just like almost like vomit it out just and just like you know this metal and black goo hits the ground okay and then i'm gonna stomp towards the gate mm-hmm. and i'm gonna look into it as a t-rex <laughs> And stare at Tilly, and then look in there and maybe see Jandar. Their vis- their, his vision's now based on movement, so he can't see you. How big is my face compared to this gate? So oh, I'm a huge beast. Uh, you're a huge beast, so th- the gate is bigger than your face, but you can s- try to smack, like, headbutt I'm in. I'm going to push my face through the gate and break it with my face. Sure, make a uh, strength check with uh, the uh, uh, stats of the T-Rex. All right. A natural 20. <laughs> the gate just just splinters away. 
uh, you would have maybe taken even a little bit of damage just bonking your head into the thing, but it just like just just immediately like you know pushes aside, and you now. What about Tilly? I presume you backed off. Thank you. <laughs> I presumed you guys backed off, uh, and so the gate smashes out. But it's now. I mean, you can't fit as a T Rex no, into I know. the tunnel. I, did, I wanted to, to break it down. Sure, sure. Um, what are the automaton thingies around doing? They can they they're clapping as soon or the clapping that they were doing uh, in rhythm immediately ends once the knights are destroyed in the audience and their eyes uh, no longer glow red. And Roscoe's still in the arena. He just sort of like you look down at Roscoe and he kind of gives like a little awkward wave. All right, then I'll drop my form. And go back to Alistair. You're now back in Alistair form, and you three are now together with this uh, halfling who is uh, uh, trapped in one of these elevators that came up. Hey, Roscoe. He goes, ah, yeah. I'm going to storm up to him. Give me back my crossbow. I saw you had one in there. What the hell are you asking for one for? <laughs> Listen, there was just a lot of stress going on, and I just, it slipped my mind. Making right. an insight check. Oh boy! Uh, that is a sixteen. Yeah, you you give him the benefit of the doubt. It seems it seems legit. He seems like he's telling the truth. But but there's something in the back of your head that just seems like it's a little fishy. All right, does he give me back my crossbow? Yeah, absolutely. He hands it over. All right, Roscoe, what what were you doing down there? I uh. Uh, was captured, and so uh, eh, you know it's a bit of a shame. I was uh, in this area because I heard that uh, there was, you know, uh, well, you know, a lot of commotion going on, a lot of fighting, a lot of clashing metal, and you know, there's I'm I'm a businessman by trade, so you know, I uh, just thought I'd uh, you know be able to find something to sell. What do you do? I'm a merchant. I says. Uh, you look like three people that are in need of something. Insert what you want here. I, I don't care. But uh, whatever you want, I have. Oh, whatever I want, you have. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. You have my dead family. Wow. <laughs> he goes, <clears throat> sir, I uh, assure you that I can uh, 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 you know, provide you with any kind of item you might need to reach into the world of the dead. Really? Sure, why not? I don't believe you. Well, I mean, you you just haven't uh, seen what I have. Show me what you got and prove that you could. He goes, you got their bodies lying around? No. He goes, oh, that's a shame. And he kind of reaches into his like uh, uh, sleeve and he pulls out a scroll and he goes, uh, speak with that. And he rolls it back up and puts it into his sleeve. He goes, uh, what else? Uh, what, what do, you do? do you have anything of theirs? Do you have their souls trapped in something? No. Well, you're not being very helpful. Uh, they died when I was a kid, so I don't really have much. Go to the nearest church. Think really hard about them. You know, they'll, they'll chat with you there. Seriously? Yeah, sure. Why not? Go ahead and roll insight. <laughs> uh, 19. You're pretty sure he's being sarcastic and, you know, he's referring to, like, praying and, and, and having a spiritual connection with them. All right, Merchant, what do you have for arrows or bows? <laughs> arrows, bows, I've got plenty. He goes, well, maybe not bows, not 
too many of those on hand. He says, but uh, I do have plenty of arrows. Any, any special arrows? <laughs> Only the most special. Now, mm. he gets it. Dead family indeed. <laughs> And he kind of like scoffs you at us. You did see uh, I turned into a giant T-Rex just a second ago. Listen, I know a thing or two about magic, and I don't think that you're going to take the time to turn into a Tyrannosaurus Rex and chew me to pieces. If anything, you're just going to stab me to death, so whatever. And he looks to you, and he goes, so so how many, uh, what are you talking about here? How much money do you have? Well, I'll tell you about the money, but I need to know what the inventory is and what, and what you got. Do you have any, any magical arrows, fire arrows? I don't know. What do you have? Well, I have uh, plenty of fire arrows, and he pulls out a bunch of arrows, and then he puts down a tinderbox set and uh, a jar of oil, and he goes, as many fire arrows as you want. I'm not really into fire arrows. What else you got? All right, fair enough. And he scoops them up into his bag, <laughs> and he goes, all right, how about this? And he pulls out a, a, a long case, and uh, and it looks pretty ornate. It looks like it has some like runes on it and stuff. He goes, I uh, found this. What is it? That's a good question. I uh, haven't really been able to analyze it. It's uh, there's something a little uh, special about it. Uh, that means that I, I have you know a little bit of a tougher time. He says, but uh, I tell you what, uh, how about this? I would have normally sold this for about fifty gold. This set of ten arrows. He goes for you, forty-five. Well, I mean, we did just get you out of prison, save your life from three nights. How about thirty? Uh, roll uh, persuasion. With guidance. Uh, with guidance, apparently. Do I notice if these are real runes or not, or no? Uh, you can make an arcana check. Is this, uh, you said performance? Uh, no. Or perception. Uh, perception. Or, uh, Persu- I'm persuasion. sorry, persuasion. Persuasion, yeah. yeah. That would be a 13. It was, you're right, I really should cut you a deal. You've done a lot for me. I tell you what, 36 gold. Absolutely. 36 gold. What'd you get over there? Got a six on my arcana mm. check. They look uh, ornate. They look. It looks very like if these are fake, he would have put a lot of work into this case at least. Tilly, give him thirty-six gold. Because you hold all the gold. <laughs> okay. uh, I don't want to give him my gold. I mean, could I, I could identify it while he's d- dealing, like, haggling with him, couldn't I? You can cast the spell as an immediate action, or you would take an hour. Uh, no, I mean, like, an immediate action. Like, I could use a spell slot to sure. cast it before he makes the deal, right? I mean, at this point, they've, like, Tilly's getting the gold out, but you could do that. I mean, do it anyways, because if it's fake, then I'll just kill him. Yeah, I'm going to identify. You cast a spell identify, and I... Uh, it comes off as magic, but you can't tell what it is. It's almost as if it's like cursed or something, but they seem like they are magic. Great. <laughs> All right, I'm going to tell Jinder, wait a minute here. These seem like they come with a price, not just the price tag. Uh, you're right. Roscoe. <laughs> 36 gold. <laughs> Down from 50, I might add. Do you have that gold? I don't think you want these, Jinder. They I'm seem like, like they would be like our swords or your bow. Where did you find these? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> he says, hello to you too, uh, uh, Miss Naomi. says, I, uh, I tell you what, I uh, uh, found them within the lair of, um, you know, some, some, you know, terrible undead night. Oh, an undead uh, night. Huh? Sure, a tower uh, out in the woods. Tower out in the woods where? 
he gives you the the directions of where he found him, and it doesn't sound like this region. It hmm. seems like he's a traveling merchant. He tells you they're far to the this tower's far oh, to the west. So so they seem pretty cursed. Um, hmm, maybe a further discount is needed. A, a, they seem pretty cursed. Hold on just a second. What scale are we using for these curses? The curse scale. The yeah, curse scale. Yeah. Of course, I know the curse scale, and I can tell you they are not pretty cursed. They are fairly cursed, if that. That's still... Hold think- so, so we hold up your bow. Can we get a, a scale on comparing his bow's curse to this curse? His bow is infinitely more cursed than these arrows. These arrows are just a drop in the bucket. Yeah, they- but even so, cursed on top of cursed, I'm really just stacking things against me. I'll still take these off you, but my initial offer of 30, I think, seems high. Let's do 28. Uh, make a persuasion check. <laughs> Does he get any help since I said they're cursed? No. He's really against lowering these. Uh, the do price I still of this. have my? Um, do I still have the the uh, guidance? Or is this no? Set? It's a okay. one-time thing. Okay. Uh, so then, persuasion sixteen. With the sixteen, he goes. And you asked for, uh, and what was the amount you had told him? So I originally asked for thirty. He came back at thirty-six. I just said thirty seemed high. Let's do twenty-eight. He goes, I'll I'll do no lower than thirty, friend, and that's only because you saved my life. Give the man 30 gold. We'll give him 30 gold. He takes 30 gold, he pockets it, and he kind of like looks over at you, Alistair, and he goes, sure you don't want that scroll speak uh, speak with the dead? Might be able to find their bodies, right? How much is it? Uh, he lets you know that the scroll for speak with dead, uh, let's see, he uh, he starts kind of calculating uh, up some math there, and he goes, what else do you guys need while I'm uh, doing up the uh, the math? He pulls out like an abacus, and he starts kind of like... like like sliding things aside. Uh, anything else that we need? More, better healing potions, maybe? I don't know what you're talking about. I have the best healing potions ever. It was a healing potion. I've got plenty of healing potions. Like greater healing potions? The best healing potions. Listen here, Roscoe. You seem like a merchant that kind of you know has a little bit of everything, it I seems. I sure do. But have you ever seen anything like this? I might have something for you that not only you can believe. Oh, yeah? What's that? I pull out the Nightmare Idol. <laughs> he kind of looks at it, and he pauses. He kind of holds up a finger to you, uh, Tilly. He goes, one moment. Uh, he says, uh, it's going to be uh, 300 gold for that scroll for Speak With Dad. Oh, man. That's a lot of money. Funny how we probably could have just used it to talk to you if we didn't save your life. Uh, so maybe there's another discount involved in there. Yeah, go figure. You totally could have. Uh, also, <laughs> if you loved your parents, I feel like you'd want to chat with them more often. Speak with that is going to give you I that opportunity. He scrolls, he folds it back up, <laughs> puts it in his sleeve. And he goes, how, what is that? This is the most rare of rare idols you have ever Laid your eyes upon. All right. I've really seen many idols, so I'm gonna have to take your word for it on that one. Uh, <laughs> what's it do? But this is an idol. It Bad. idols things up. Fair enough. Yep. How much you want for it? Uh, I mean, it's kind of like a family heirloom, and you know, I would what? be willing to part with it. But um, how big is it on the curse scale? On the curse scale, oh, it looks—it looks really ugly. It's—it's, it's, yeah, okay, it's super ugly. It's kind of a you know idol of wooden teeth. I find in my line of business that the uglier something is, typically the more cursed it is. I mean, this thing could be. Pr- I haven't really like you know checked it on the curse scale recently, but I recently. So you've be. checked before. When was the last time you checked that curse scale, and what was that number? Oh, man, and uh, you know there was a. Uh, 
probably a couple weeks back that mm-hmm. I checked, and it was on the, uh, you know, potentially quite cursed scale. <laughs> he goes, I tell you what, I'm more than willing to take it off your hands, but you will give me a price for it. As in, I'll take your money and I'll get that off your hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sounds. Give me ten gold, and I'll make sure that it doesn't ever see uh, your, you know, the light of day again. Three hundred uh, gold. Talk to your parents. Think about it. <laughs> he's he's like confused, Tilly, during this, and she <laughs> thinks it's a great deal. She's like, okay, and gives him ten gold. <laughs> he and, takes and, the uh, gold, <laughs> and he takes the idol, and he goes, oh. he goes, I've uh, got a new proposition for you. What? I tell you what, for the mere mere price of twenty gold. I have a new item in stock. <laughs> I don't want it. Fair enough. You're lost. And he pockets it. <laughs> Do all you sell is cursed items? Says, no, 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 no. I have plenty of other items. Show me something that is nice and would help me out, but isn't cursed. He pulls a scroll out of not, his sleeve. It's not a scroll. <laughs> and he folds it back up, puts it in his sleeve. He goes, fine. You want something that is helpful to you. Yes. How about a rope with a grappling hook? And he looks to the pile of like junk that's in the middle of the arena. And he pulled the rope from it and, <laughs> and made you, a grappling hook out of it. And you you don't see the rope in the junk pile anymore. And he goes, I got a uh, rope with a grappling hook. Better than uh, ever. Oh, my. <laughs> I love this guy. I don't like this guy. Do you have any bracers? Uh, so you just want something that you can you can uh, armor your uh, 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 you know wrist myself with? up, yeah. yeah. He says, "I tell you what, give me just a second. And he goes off to the Where's side, he pull- and oh he puts God. his like he puts his backpack on the ground, and he like rattles through it, and you see him like looping something up, and he comes back, and he goes, "I have just the thing for you." And he holds out a glove, and it's got the wooden idol tied with it with rope. <laughs> All right. He says, "You're useless to me." Do I asked you before about potions? What healing potions do you have? These bracers look like crap. Uglier the bracer, the better. No, that's how bracers that's work. Not is. No, it's not. This is the ugliest bracer you've seen, and it will be the best bracer you've ever had. No. He says, you're a loss. Looks it, like a pretty good bracer to me. <laughs> she Shut gets up, it. Shut up, Tilly. She gets it. He says, healing potions for a regular one. And he, he lets you know how effective the healing is, which is 2d4 plus 2. He says, uh, that'd be uh, 55 gold. But you don't have anything that does more productive healing. He says, I have a few. Oh, really? Sure. He lets you know that he has a healing potion. It's 100 gold, and it's uh, 44 plus 4. Oh. He's got a few of those. Really? Oh, he says it's 110 gold. I'm sorry. 4d4 plus 4. Tilly, Jandar, do we want any of those? Nope. Nope. You guys suck. I mean, I, I was under the impression you were your own man, sir. I wasn't aware that you needed their approval to buy things. No, we just kind of... He's a Share Lord. resources. Which, which, and he looks to you guys. He says, what do you guys want? Anything else? I mean, I'm going to be packing up and heading out of here after I scoop up some of the stuff. And, uh, you know, so what do you, is there anything else? Oh, you're not going to come along with us deeper into this uh, and find and find the true treasure? True treasure? Go ahead and roll uh, deception. <laughs> With guidance. Uh, but with disadvantage because it's, well, no, I guess it's just a regular lie. There could be treasure. You don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't. You're right. But that's a natural one, so there you go. <laughs> he goes, tell me more. He goes, tell me more about this tr- uh, great treasure. Well, I mean, the you know the story from the uh, 
the ghost the phantom ogre that we yeah met the phantom the ogre is that there is just mounds of treasure th- deep in this uh, facility that he was protecting. So oh, protecting treasure. Mm. Yeah, I mean like weapons and gold and jewels uh, in the amounts that we have never seen. And a maker of fantastical things such as the things that we fought. Yeah, oh, so maybe wow. you want your own little automaton. Yeah, maybe there's more of these idols. He goes, well, I need to complete the set for these bracers. He says, I tell you what, I'm going to... No, no, I'm not going with you. Uh, I I, I tell you what, though, I will be in the area. I'll be in the the nearby vicinity, so if you happen to need anything, you can come find me. Always willing to arm adventurers like you guys. Are Are you willing? Very willing for the right price. Where are you from? says, sir, 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 my upbringing has very little to do with uh, our, our current, you know, I'm just you know, interested discussions. in you. Your name's Roscoe. I don't, you know, I don't know have a last name. Where are you from? You know, I just kind of want to get to know you. That's why I'm, I'm known as the Blue Falcon in some parlances. Oh, Blue Falcon. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Caca! Uh, sure, I make bird calls. That's what I do. Oh. Rolling sight. <laughs> Yeah, maybe he does make bird calls. He's a halfling. You're not sure what halflings are into. Okay. Either way, we should be getting on our way. You're going to hang out around here outside? (laughs) As you say that, you look, he's not there, and you find he's already in one of the piles, and he's, like, rooting through, like, stuff, and he's pulling out, like, gears, and he's, like, you know, maybe trying to find, like, you know, pieces that are, like, still usable or something. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll catch up to you guys. Get the great treasure. Sure, sure. I turned to Alistair and Jander. I go, I like that guy. He reminds me of my dad. What the hell happened out here? Why did all of a sudden a whole bunch of guys show up out of nowhere? What? Where were you, Jandar? You just appeared out of nowhere in the tunnel shooting arrows. Yeah, this- I was there the whole time, and then these things came out of the floor, and so I shot arrows, which then took my invisibility off. I wasn't just going to drop my invisibility until I needed to. I uh, thought you were going for a switch to open the door. Uh, listen, I went for the switch. It was rusted. I so tried that I... same switch. It was also rusted. Yeah, so I came and tried to help you by throwing a rope down there in which With you a, don't know how to an climb. an automaton attached to it. What, am I going to tie it to my waist and then you're going to pull me down there? No, maybe a seam of the structure of the <laughs> freaking place. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was on the same the side of the gate at, when that all happened, so I'm, I agree with you. That was uh, that was uh, an issue with Tilly. You see that uh, uh, Roscoe has like pulled one of the, like the arms out of the automaton, and he's like trying to get the sword out, and it looks like he's like uh, having a little bit of trouble. He's like in the distance, like pulling on it. Do I know if him. if he if Jandar's lying at all or no? Roll insight, uh, Jandar. Roll. Yeah, roll deception because technically you you're withholding truth. You you told him that you you know you, that's all you did. I'm gonna go help Roscoe. <laughs> sure. Uh, make a uh, 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 strength check, Tilly. Oh, God. Strength. What am I rolling? Sorry, performance? Uh, uh, deception. Deception. Same thing. 19. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? <laughs> I got a 17. Oof. You, yeah, you know, he's, he seems like uh, he's telling the truth. Uh, it, you know, it, it would be weird. It's it's definitely strange that the all these, you know, like elevators popped up and some of them had like, you know, enemies and one of them had some guy who was captured. 
Yeah, I mean, clearly, if you're trying to figure out what happened here, clearly what happened is they know we're here, and they started triggering these traps. They're trying to stop us from going deeper in this dungeon, <laughs> or this coliseum, I mean. It, it, it sounds legit, Alistair. You, you do know that you've been alerted, you know. Whatever, let's just keep going. Uh, what did you get for your strength check, Tilly? I got a natural 20. Wow. I, what are you assuming here, Alistair? You, you pull out the sword, and he takes it from you, and he kind of like, you know, like, uh, kind of like gives you a thumbs up, and he goes to, with you to start pulling out more stuff and more gear. With a natural 22, when you pull the blade out and you look at it, it looks like there is an engravement uh, uh, in the, uh, like the, the blade for where it was forged, and it says Tinker. Really? It sure does. I keep that to myself. Absolutely. You keep this, the blade to yourself? No, I keep the fact that I found the engraving to myself. Oh, okay. You, uh, Roscoe whispers to you, uh, uh, you, you sort of paused at that engraving. You want me to sell you a print of it? Nah. It's fair enough. He takes the sword from you and puts it in the uh, his bag. What are you assuming? Why are you asking these questions, Alistair? Because I didn't know where you were. I was standing out here waiting for you guys to help me in, and all of a sudden I got attacked by three things and that weird gnome guy, and then the floor started opening up. Whoa, so are whoa, you whoa. assuming? Are you assuming that like what? I just wandered off into a different room, and there was a bunch of switches, and I just pulled them all? Because like, why would I do that? Why would I say that? He, he, Wait a minute. Roscoe immediately interrupts you and goes, "Gnome? Sorry, halfling. I apologize. It's a lot of racism." <laughs> It's a, that's a, a whole lot of racism that you're just throwing around on the arena floor. Yeah, you're just blaming everybody. Arenas are meant to be honorable places of battle. I hate you all right that, now. I'm just staring at Alistair with like my hands on my hip because of what he said, and I go, <laughs> Listen, what I did to try to help you up is way better than I normally would do, okay? I wasn't so even you yelling need to at cut you. It with the racism... And stop blaming I'm everybody. I'm just gonna start walking in the tunnel and not even paying attention to these. Yeah, you jerks. better keep walking, you jerk face. Thanks for your business. <laughs> and uh, you, uh, you, uh, Alistair, leave Roscoe behind uh, as he's you know sorting through uh, like the uh, uh, the piles of like these automatons that you've ripped to shreds. Uh, Tilly and uh, Jandar, uh, you. Uh, uh, have this merchant in front of you. Uh, he he seems a little uh, peculiar, a little on the sarcastic side. But regardless, I uh, you know you haven't really asked him anything yet. You've only bought things from him. If you want to ask him any questions, he is right in front of you. Why do they call you the Blue Falcon? He goes uh, for real, for real. I I know that you're not a bird caller. Like, uh, make an insight check or uh, 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 yeah, insight to see through the lie. Twenty four. <laughs> He goes, yeah, yeah, bird calls, and he's totally lying. No, I could tell you're lying. What? What do you? Why you really call the blue falcon? You sir look like you want to buy something or have questions. <laughs> and he points to you, Jandar. Yeah, I, I guess I kind of want to know why you're not going to answer my friend Tilly here after we've been so kind. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've bought stuff from you, and you know, again, I don't know if you forgot already, but we saved your life. Yeah, you're right. You did buy things from me. He goes. 25 gold, and I'll tell you the secret. Done. I give him 25 gold. <laughs> oh, my God. He scoops up 25 <laughs> oh gold, puts it in his bag, and he goes, I'm called the Blue Falcon because my last name is Falco, and I, I really like blueberries. No, oh, that makes sense. 
That was totally worth 25 gold, Tilly. Roll it, Saeed. 20. Unnatural. He seems like he's telling the truth here. You're a little iffy because of the, the fact that he didn't want to like reveal it or whatever, but you paid money for it. It must be true. Yeah. Back off, Jandar. Information is worth more than anything. He says, absolutely. So you came here to try to get some gear and, or try to try it because you're a merchant, but like who actually captured you? Was it these machines that captured you or was there like a somebody else here that you ran into? Well, yeah, it's not just the machines. They're, they're working with, uh, I didn't see the guy. There's somebody calling the shots. I uh, said his, or I heard the name was Saturn Volo. He goes, uh, but I, uh, I mean, they're working together, you know. Who's working together? All those ogre ghosts are bossing around some of those uh, weird machine men. Hmm. Was, yeah. How much of this facility have you seen? Just this first arena? Yeah, pretty much. I got a little further in. Uh, I heard uh, uh, there's something big further down. You might want to warn your friend. Nah, he's, he's okay. Fair enough. He's something big, too, sometimes. <laughs> I noticed. It was a T-Rex. Did you not see it? No, I didn't mean literally. Oh, uh, I'm not sure what you're driving at then, friend. But uh, he says, uh, regardless, he goes, uh, is there anything else I can uh, help you out with? I'm uh, fairly busy here, as you see, as he pulls another like sword out and puts it in his bag. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just making sure you said there's something big down there. Like, uh, like that's all you heard? Just big? Nothing Nothing else? Stomping, echoing, uh, even echoes into the uh, the subterranean area. Man, could place. you imagine, imagine what some of the pieces on that thing might be worth? Probably a lot. I'm hoping you guys kill it so I can go in and find the uh, pieces afterwards. Oh, oh, you don't want to come in with us? No. I mean, you did all right being right here in the, you know, thick of things right here, so why not? I know a thing or two about magic, and I don't think your friend can always turn into a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I'm going to let you guys explore ahead, and I'll just follow after. Mama done raise no fool. <laughs> Did you just say mama don't raise no fool? Is that, was that the line you just said to me? I believe that is exactly what I said. Hmm. I want to pull him yeah, aside you... <laughs> away from Jandar, and I go, I know exactly what you mean about that mama don't raise no fool Okay, thing. I'm walking into the hallway with Alistair now. Okay, and so I'd be like, hey, I only got 200 gold, but can I get that scroll for my friend? He oh. says... For you? No, I'm afraid it's 300 gold. Ah, I don't have 300 gold. He says, well, you're going to have to find 300 gold in this place. I'll be back. He says, it'll be waiting. Okay. But you know, supplies are limited. I do recommend you hurry. (laughs) I run, I like sprint off to try to catch up to him. (laughs) Uh, Alistair, as you storm off to to try to advance into this place, uh, your allies catch up with you pretty quickly. And what do I see in the hallway? So you go into the hall. Uh, you advance in. Uh, there's the uh, path to the left and right. Uh, at one end, you see a switch and a staircase that leads up. And then the path to the right, you see a doorway. Assuming this is the way up to the stands. Tilly? Wait, what, which way? The, the stairs left? that go up? I mean, everything happens so quickly. All right, I'm going to go to the left and go down the door to the, the room. Oh, well, the, that's the path to the right. Oh, sorry, to the right then. So. Okay. Uh, you He starts heading towards the uh, doorway, uh, door where you would hit all those switches, Jandar. Yeah, and there's a straightaway, though, isn't there? Uh, it, it ends, actually. It uh, ends at uh, uh, that doorway. Uh, there's really nothing else down that hall. Oh, I thought when you described it that there was, like, 
you said there was something where it was like in, into like the next area. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right. I'm thinking of the other hallway. Got mixed up. So yes, you. Uh, there is a doorway to the uh, that like is right on the left, and then the uh, the hallway kind of loops around, and it looks like it's kind of coiling around the Coliseum. Alistair, you get to the doorway. Do you want to keep walking past this door, or do you want to go in? I'll go into the room. You go in, and you see a whole bunch of switches. Uh, it looks like there is uh, maybe there was like a, uh, like a you know table uh, and some other like furnishings in here, but it looks like they're so old that they've just sort of like rotted away. Weird. I pop my head and I go, "Oh, weird." What? What's <laughs> I weird? pop my head in and I'd be like, "Oh, weird." What's so weird? Well, I don't know. I mean, do we? I don't know. You just said weird. Did you so try old. these switches? No. Roll deception. <laughs> Why are you being so defensive? I just asked the question. I'm gonna give guidance to Jandar. <laughs> Uh, what, deception. Deception, please. Mm. That would be a ten. Thirteen for an insight. <laughs> you, uh, you feel like Jander has seen these switches before. Why are you lying to me about these switches? No, I've only seen the one switch. Didn't work. I pulled it. Roll deception again. Which one? <laughs> With disadvantage now because you're caught in the line. I'm going to give guidance to Alistair. Do I roll insight again? Yeah, technically. What'd you get with deception? 18 with disadvantage. With disadvantage? I rolled a 19 my first time, too. I got 11. You know what? You almost felt like maybe he had seen those switches before, but uh, he you know, he, he lets you know that he only pulled the, the one. All right, I'm going to go pull one of them, whatever's closest. You pull one, uh, and it looks like... Uh, 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 or you pull on it, and uh, you hear like the ratcheting sound of metal coming from the arena behind you. Hmm, weird. Yeah, that's strange. So while I'm holding it, I look at Jandahar and I go, "You pulled one, huh?" What are no. you talking about? You're assuming that no one else went into this room and you, pulled these. You did not see oh. through his lie. Oh no! What before he had said he pulled one. He had only pulled one. No, I said I pulled the one that we saw that was broken, the same one Tilly pulled. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. I thought you meant the one in the room. I've never seen this room. Okay. It's weird how these make noises in the Coliseum, though. Hmm. Weird. I mean, I'm not saying no one... Okay. I'm not saying no one went into this room and pulled all the switches. Are you saying we're alone in this building? Because I clearly were not. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just stating qu things that you're getting very defensive with me for no, some reason. No, you kind of just attacked me, <laughs> even, though the, even though some people okay. said you don't know a lot through the lies. You're kind of like, oh, no one touched this. I'm going to go walk away from <laughs> him and go down the other path. Weird. Let's go, guys. Absolutely. Very strange, though. Very strange. So you uh, uh, go into the, the hall, and you start looping around. Uh, so you guys walk along, and the uh, your footsteps sort of echo through the hall, and you guys uh, uh, reach another uh, doorway. Is it shut? There's a door in the doorway? Uh, there is a door, yep. Is it locked? You try the handle, roll a d20. Ten? With the ten, there is a door. Yep, it's shut and locked. Um, you going to unlock this, or you want me to kick this bad boy down? <laughs> <laughs> is there any traps around it? Do I see or anything or not? Make an investigation check. All right. Seven. <laughs> With a seven, what are the odds that there are traps? Cool. Try it. Yeah, go for it. Kick it. All right, but I'm going to get, like, a running start, so I want to, like, back up, and then I want to, like... Flying jump kick on at the door. Make an athletics check. Okay. <laughs> Sixteen. 
16. With a 16, you uh, slam into the door, and this large door built for ogres does not budge. <laughs> and you slam into it, and you fall to the ground. I'd be like, hold on. I, I feel like I loosened it on that one, then I'm going to do it again. And Tilly you know, steps back and make another athletics check. Nine. With a nine, you run up, you slam into the door, flying jump kick it, and your legs buckle a bit, and you take a, a point of damage as you hit the <laughs> ground as your knees start to hurt. I'm just going to pick this, and I'll pick it. Sure. Uh, roll to pick the lock. I dex like check. sit up what is, from the ground. I go, hmm, dex check? weird. Dex, yep, if you have a lock pick. <laughs> yeah, very yep. strange, very strange. <laughs> weird. This whole place is really strange. Normally, this works. <laughs> so th- uh, is there any bonuses to it? Dex check. Oh, so like if I have a proficiency in saving throws, is that what? What do you mean by dex check? I guess you you're rolling a d twenty. Yeah, and you're adding your dex bonus. Oh, okay. All right. So eleven. With eleven, you try to pick the lock, and it does not budge. Mm, you can't seem to get it. Oh, this is strange. <laughs> okay, I can't. Does anyone else want to try? I don't. You guys. See? I tried frustrating me. I don't know what you tried running into. I don't. I don't want to do anything because I don't want to do anything and get blamed again for random stuff that I have no connection to. I never blamed anybody. I asked where you guys were. Yeah, I know we weren't helping you. You were gonna die without us. I can try to pick the lock, but I need you to hold me up. Have you tried hitting it hard, Garbo Borgo? And you guys stop. And you turn around, and Gorbo Borgo is in the hall, like right behind you, looking down at you. Can you help us? Roll persuasion. <laughs> With guidance. <laughs> With guidance. <laughs> oh, no. This is not, look- Damn it. It's not looking good, guys. <laughs> that would be a four. <laughs> he goes, With guidance? <laughs> With guidance. <laughs> Bow, wait a minute. You guys aren't even supposed to be here. Right, but we're trying to help you. I find that very, very unlikely. Did you unlikely. not you- see the random halfling or whatever it was? What what, what was that thing in the last room that tr- that like was attacking all, all the... What was his name? Russo? Russo? I mean, we're just trying to like clear out all these evil creatures that somehow got freed from their cages. Ah, you're being really deceitful right now. Uh, nah, man, we're friends. I'm not trying to be deceitful. I'm trying to help you out. I don't want you to get in trouble with the, uh, you know, with the, with the big guy, with the... With the Whatever the true call. leader. Yeah, the true leader, that guy. Are you Gorbo Borgo 1 or Gorbo Borgo 2? Yeah, where is Gorbo where Borgo other one? 2? What's that number that's in between those two? There isn't one. 7. You're you're being really it's, deceitful. It's 7. That sounds right. He says I'm at least the 7th. Oh, and also the master is uh right behind you. Behind me where? And you turn around, and there's a spectral image of Saturn Volo, who's standing in the hall, and the this like bluish spirit that looks just like Saturn Volo kind of pulls the hood back, and his scarred up face uh, is uh, there. He's of course human. Uh, it's hard to tell, you know, because of the blue image, but uh, it, you know, his uh, he previously had blonde, like short blonde hair. His hair looks the same, and Saturn Volo kind of smirks at you guys and goes, "Oh, it is a pleasure to have you here." Oh, hey, buddy. How you been? Oh, quite well. I'm going to be mounting an attack on Glarus. Oh, really? <laughs> Absolutely. There's no reason why he should be in control. Where is Glarus? <laughs> he says, here's the thing. I could use some help. 
do you want to make a bargain? I'm listening. And he smiles. He says, you see, I have a, a mastery of death. All the ogres in this place now belong to me. And uh, this was to be the site where Meccano Knights, automated soldiers, were being made for Glarus with uh, some help. And he looks at Tilly and he smirks. He says, but here's the thing. I decided that the project should be better suited to me. And so I've decided that I need some henchmen. And he smirks. Us. I'm sure. listening. He says, because here's the thing. I can control the dead. So I've come to a decision that if you three were dead, I would be able to control you and I would have an even greater army. He says, you. And he points to the ogre behind you guys, Gorbo Borgo, and he goes, eliminate them. And he vanishes. And Gorbo Borgo's eyes glow red, and you guys kind of look up, and his cudgel that he has just, you know, glows out with this, like, you know, really intense color, bright red, unlike uh, before. And he goes, destroy! And he raises up the cudgel. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.